0: All right y'all, let's dive right in. Uh, today, topic came up about losing weight. Someone's having trouble losing weight and what approach should they take uh, to help them lose weight? Um, and there's a lot of different factors that come into play when, when losing weight. And then also like what uh, diet to follow or pro, like a workout program, uh, should you do resistance training versus cardio? And today, I just want to focus on one thing uh, for weight loss in general, and that will be with just the diet. So um, first off, there's a lot of different approaches you can take. And there are some very popular ones out there, heavily influenced by social media, uh, whether that be from Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, um, TikTok, um whatever those platforms are or by uh the televised media so like oprah winfrey uh, dr oz um ellen um i don't know any other shows out there that really promote so um but those influencers and that media influence has really um skewed and manipulated some of these consumers into thinking that there's a specific diet pill or a specific way of eating that is going to make them lean um, no matter what, like lose weight. Um, And and that may be true to a certain extent, like crash dieting back in the day, like HCG diets, you ate 500 calories. Of course, you're going to lose weight. Uh, You're eating less food, you're in a calorie deficit. So first off, let's first talk about losing uh, weight and the difference between weight and body fat. We want to aim toward losing body fat, not losing weight. Losing weight, you're saying that you're compromising and losing uh, muscle tissue, uh, bone, water, um, and, and also organs can shrink too, uh, and body fat, right? So all those come into play when we talk about losing weight. Oh, and and toxic poop, right? So that, that zoo poop. Um, So all that is weight. So cleansers, or when you do a cleanse, a fasting cleanse, it makes you poop, you lose weight, no doubt, but you're not losing body fat, right? So we wanna focus on things that are gonna help you lose body fat and also maintain uh, less body fat accumulation over time. So that means adherence to a, a way of eating or a diet. So in order to lose weight, you gotta be in a calorie deficit. That means there's a maintenance level of calories. So calories is the way that we measure energy and uh, you need to eat less calories than what your body needs to maintain its current weight. And that's called a calorie deficit, okay? If you eat more, that's called a calorie surplus. If you want to go the opposite direction and gain weight, you gotta in a calorie surplus. According to that maintenance uh, level, and that's gonna be different for everyone, there's algorithms that can really uh uh kind of give you a good ballpark and um and and that's that's the easiest route to go so uh whenever we talk about that ballpark that requires you to be adherent to that specific number of calories per day and per week okay uh so because weight loss is not a day by day thing. It is actually like more of a week by week process. Okay. Because you can, out of the seven days, out of the week, or out of 10 days, you can do great for uh, nine tenths of them. But maybe that last day or, or the last meal, you might be uh, binging and then that could throw your calories out of whack. Okay. So uh, the fact that you were doing good, the other, let's say, let's say, out of a week. Okay. So you're doing good six days out of the week, but then the last day you binge, and so now you increase your calories. And so that actually, over a week's period of time, your calories have all increased, even though they were they started off lower, but then they spiked up. So now that brings the average up, okay? So fat accumulation doesn't just happen overnight. It takes a few days for it to actually uh, develop, okay? So when we do find out that calorie maintenance, number through an equation to ask you about your activity levels height weight sex um i think that's pretty much it it'll, it'll you have to adhere to that for like a week to two weeks and if you're gaining weight that's too many calories then the algorithm was was wrong or you lied in one of your uh answers so uh we adjust it. And we usually drop 300 calories is enough to so drop to 300 calories and see if your weight maintains for another week or two weeks. If it does, okay, cool. Now let's drop another 300. And so now we're in a 300 calorie deficit every single day. So you accumulate that. So three t- so that's 2,100 calories. Okay. Throughout the entire week that we're in a deficit. So we will lose weight gradually, usually like a half a pound, to a pound per week, uh, is good. If you're an over obese, overweight, um, uh, uh, person okay that's going to be healthy that's going to be something that you can maintain the first couple of weeks being in maintenance that nah, might be a little bit you might lose a little bit more because your diet may be different uh like either low carb diet or a ketogenic diet. you might lose water so uh, be- that'll help the number on the scale drop but that doesn't really um, result in and losing body fat that just might be the water that you're not holding on to <clears throat> so I believe that the best way to, or the preferred way, because there's no best, but the preferred way to go about this is to uh, eat foods that you are tolerant to, first off, okay? So we're not eating um, according to some diet plan. We're eating according to foods that you're tolerant to. So things that make you feel good. If you eat broccoli, it makes you feel bloated. maybe eat less broccoli or don't even eat broccoli, okay? If it doesn't make you feel good, it doesn't give you the energy, let's just get rid of that food. It's almost like a food elimination diet is what I like to do. Because then we find out what foods do you absorb well, help your gut microbiome uh, and help digestion. And then that can lead to you increasing the amount of nutrients that you're absorbing. And then that gives you better energy, more movement, less brain fog, so more movement, more calorie expenditure. So you're using more calories to move around, cook, to be in the yard or play with the kids. And then also you're thinking more, thinking more clearly, maybe reading more, talking more to people. All those things, it uses uh, glucose and in the, in the uh, or glycogen uh, in the brain. So you can use more calories, right? So all those things help you increase physical activity level. Okay, that even might, that might even, increase uh, uh, like a, what they call a NEAT inner, um, expenditure. So it's like non-exercise, so kind of like fidgeting, kind of like what I'm doing, I'm moving my hands. All those will uh, help you burn more calories in the long run, okay? So, so that's primarily what I think that uh, a diet or lifestyle should be based off of is foods that you are tolerant to, okay? As far as what type of diets should I follow? Uh keto's awesome. Uh my friend lost 30 pounds on it. So it's going to work for me. I know it is. It, or low carb uh or vegan. Uh, vegan shows to be uh the best out there for building muscle, losing body fat, decreasing the carcinogens because you're not eating red meats. Okay. Again, it comes back to whatever you're tolerant to, okay? And and um, where you can get the most nutrients from, okay? Uh, so we can go into diets, like specific diets, and I can talk about the pros and cons, and you can kind of base your diet on that so you don't have to go fully one way. You can have it a, a base, like a meat-based diet, and then put in foods that agree with you, or you can be plant-based and then put in foods that agree with you, okay? So there's a thing that I want to go over is where some people get things wrong or mixed up. First, you're relying upon a, a pill to make you lose weight. And second, you either count calories or you are a, if it fits your macros person. I think they're both. They, you can't, you can't do one or the other. You do both. Okay. So the calories in, calories out, people. Yeah, you got to be in a calorie deficit, like I said, to lose body weight. And But if it fits your macros, helps you lose body fats if you're in a calorie deficit, right? So that's for calorie maintenance while increasing energy expenditure and exercising with resistance training to build muscle because usually IIFYM, so if it fits your macros, You will watch your fats, your carbohydrates, and your protein. Okay, those are your your macronutrients. Water's in there too, but that doesn't really matter. Typically, those diets will be higher in protein. So, one gram of protein per body, uh, per pound of body weight. Uh, um, Or some people will say per lean body mass. Okay, let's just say body weight, because you don't have to go and get a DEXA scan to figure out what your body lean body mass is okay so i like to say anywhere between 0.7 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight and then if it fits your macros people will say okay well i still like donuts and so i'll make sure that i have enough room in my macronutrients to fit a donut within those calories so within those macronutrients so i have to hit 50 fat 300 carb and 200 protein okay and they will adjust foods to fit in their diets and while that's good for being aware of what you're eating and maybe helping you get your protein in it's a calorie is not a calorie okay there's a different way that you your body feels and a different way that your body uses carbs from a Uh, From a cereal or from a Ritz cracker or a donut versus carbs coming from a white rice or brown rice or baked potato, sweet potato. Uh, So a calorie is not a calorie, it's going to burn differently. And you know this through anecdotal evidence, okay? We can have trial studies. Typically, that's what's used to have a uh, couple groups of people and you can give them uh, specific um, uh, items to to help them lose weight, right? And so we record that data. Uh, so we have like field research data, we have meta-analysis, which is kind of bullcrap, crap. Um, but then we also have our own uh, studies that we would have with groups of people, right? And we would monitor that and... and that's how we can see de- um, results based on whatever we're trying to test or prove or support in science. Um, so really science is more supporting, uh, Not you're, 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 you're going into it trying to disprove something and then you find out whatever it's supporting, okay? If you're going in the opposite way, if you're going in to prove something, I would stay away from that study because they're probably trying to get a grant from a government or university to get more money to fund for something. And then they can have like a public trading and then they get more money from government and from hedge funds. And so it gets murky because now politics and finances come in whenever you start looking into trying to prove things rather than try to disprove things or try to find supportive evidence that's going to help people. Uh, So So let's go ahead and like share my screen. Mm, Let's go. And I'm going to go ahead and pop up a few different tabs on here. This is my Instagram. Okay. Uh, Yes. I popped this up on purpose. Okay. So, okay. I'm not cool. I'm not fat. Right. So um, yeah, he should know what he's talking about. He's got six pack, eight or eight pack, whatever I have. Right. Um, You see my diets. You see what um, agrees with me. I took away eggs. Now I implemented eggs back in, but I'm doing uh, whole, like or, or cage-free, uh, free-range eggs is what I'm doing now. Um, you know, I'm adding some foods back in. Uh, I have specific supplements that I I want in my diet that fills nutritional gaps that I may be lacking. Um, I'm enjoying fast food. You see right there. So that's uh, Panda, Panda Express. I got liquid calories, carbohydrates from orange juice, right? Um, and so there's there's a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, pizza, things like that, okay? Um, I think that's homemade pizza, though. Anyways, oh, yeah, and then eggnog right there, cool. Uh, grilled cheese, cool. So <clears throat> I do a, uh, a diet that's adds and takes away foods so to find out what i'm tolerant to what i like and what i dislike okay well what i want to show you um not that guy although that's a good supplement line is where you guys you got girls y'all where y'all get your information from this is oprah rumfrey right so this is oprah she is known for losing weight and gaining weight quite a bit so She yo-yo diets a lot, is that healthy? Probably not, I don't think that is. I don't think we know the long-term ramifications of that, of losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, Uh, especially body fat, she gets quite hefty. And she promotes all these things. This is about the alley, Uh, it's like a carb or a fat blocker, right? Um, Oral stats, okay? So they claim that, uh, let's see, it's about fat. We're just trying to like block fat, really. But they're claiming that eating too much fat will produce undesirable side effects. It says James W. Anderson, MD, professor of medicine and clinical nutrition. He's an MD from the University of Kentucky. Mm, sad, right? This guy doesn't even understand basic nutrition and physiology, right? Cool. Uh, me? Yeah, I understand physiology and kinesiology. All right? I got that. Um, I understand that. Dietetic nutrition, sports nutrition, okay? Because my, so that's kind of my education, okay? And Ali, Ali, however you pronounce it, staff, we'll go with that, okay? That prevents your body from absorbing fats, okay? Because you think that eating fat is going to make you fat. It's not how it works. Again, fat has calories, has nine, Nine calories per gram of fat. Okay. It's very, it's very expensive calorie. Okay. And because um, we can look at it like finances. Okay. It's like budge- budgeting your finances monthly, weekly, daily. Okay. Calories are the same thing. Think okay, of calories, finances. Oh, I can't understand calories. It's too much. I have so much stuff going on in my mind. Well, that's, you budget your finances. You can easily take a few minutes out of your day to budget your calories for that day the next day and maybe the week okay you can even do it during commercials while you're watching tv you can do it while cooking food you can do it you can even we have like hands-free devices where you can even talk to your phone and schedule things and put that while you're even driving you have no excuse you can record yourself and just talk about what you're going to do and then go back and listen to it later on okay you have no excuse uh you're, you're you're getting fat because you you just make excuses that's all you do okay <clears throat> so fat does not make you fat overeating eating too many calories makes you fat now this drug or this um supplement and they make a drug too uh all it does it, com- it binds the fat you can't absorb fat and guess what happens you have uh, like a leaky butthole so that's really cool okay uh, so now you're just leaking out uh, fats that's not being dissolved, uh, and uh, you just you know have little turkey squirts all throughout the day. So that that's a that's an easy way um, about losing weight, Hey, eh? This is another person that uh, is seems to be he he's just he's just such a smart guy, man. Doctor Oz, I mean, he's so smart. He's a very smart marketer, but he's a very dumb. Doctor, when it comes to nutrition, he might be good for surgeries. That's really where the doctors shine. But when it comes to nutrition, this guy is a, uh, an idiot. He's just a marketer, okay? And people exploit him, and he exploits them, and he gets big bang for your buck. So yeah, drinking coffee before exercise can help you burn more fat. So it can help you burn more fat. Exercise, you may burn fat if you deplete your glycogen stores and or your macronutrients are set up to help you recomp your body, so help with a a body recomposition. So if your calories, if your food choices are giving you good whole food calories and you exercise strenuously, build muscle, use stored glucose, which is glycogen from your liver and your muscles, yeah, you can lose body fat over time. That's what we want. Even at calorie maintenance, it's possible to do that if your exercise is strenuous enough to build muscle and you're eating the right types of foods for your macronutrients for you to be at a calorie maintenance, okay? They all line up. It's not one or the other. Like You have a lot of people on social media trying to tell you it's if it fits your macros. Just do keto diets. Carbs are making you fat. Don't eat past 6 p.m. You got to do intermittent fasting. You got to go vegan. Red meat's causing you to to die of heart disease. These are all false things that people do in order to gain more, what's that word, clout? In order to gain more attraction and then manipulate you into buying something else. That's what they do. They're marketing towards something else. there's very few people that want to help you lose body fat and that actually enjoy seeing other people have that success. I enjoy seeing people have success in their life and improving in their life by losing the body fat to put them at a healthy body fat level to function and to reduce the risk of disease and, and to be functional human beings and functional. I just mean to be able to play with your children, parents. I know that's what you want to do. You want to play with your children, Without feeling like crap, you want to be able to uh, wake up, get them, uh, you know, get them ready with uh, breakfast, and get them out the door without being so stressed out. And you want to feel good about yourself at the same time. We don't have to sacrifice everything to to have happiness. Okay, is there balance in life? Yeah, you can find balance uh, to be the greatest thing in life. This is on like a, a podcast I was listening to. Puad uh, Abiyad uh, they're talking about uh, you have to be you have to sacrifice things to become the greatest of all times and so you can't have balance that may be true in certain areas uh, with careers a lot of people do and they they get that success and they find out that what they were what what they the balance that they lost it would have actually helped them or they would have had more happiness and really what they attained wasn't all as happy as the enjoying the journey okay you people don't enjoy the journey they look for the end results and they don't enjoy the process the process that actually makes you grow makes you stronger and makes you a more healthy human being i mean that's something that we're all trying to do we're all trying to have personal self-assessments and figure out what are we doing correctly what do we need to improve how can we help others what are our addictions, what uh, habits are, are we forming that are hurting us or helping us or habits that we're helping other people hurt themselves or help themselves, okay? So as parents, this is crucial. You have to find some sort of um, happiness in life, a balanced life, but also something that uh, that keeps your mind uh, healthy and directed toward That balance, okay. So you need something. You need something for yourself. It's typically exercise or or meditation. Something is for yourself to keep other things in line. So it helps everything become organized. This is your 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 hobby that you do should be catered around some sort of physical activity, okay, and it should. Make you uh, um, organize, should make you help, or should help you. Man, stumbling over my words. It should help you organize everything in your life to find balance. This, your hobby is Microsoft Office. Everything else in your life that you need to have balance in or organization in to give some sort of time to is all the little programs within Microsoft Office. Okay, you don't use all of them every single day, you might use some of them throughout the day. You might see, use them multiple times of the day. Your life is the same thing. It has to be organized and you can't put all your eggs in one basket, nor can you put, uh, always be taking one egg out of, of that same basket multiple times throughout the day. Okay. It's a give and take relationship. So on my social media, this is my social media feed. Uh, Beware. There's a lot of half-naked men because I follow a lot of fitness pages. It's not because anything else and um they the one thing that you notice is that they're trying to tell you uh, what's the best you know workout what's the this is the best diet this is the best supplement. okay they're they are telling you uh just marketing lies in my opinion that's that's the only word i can really think of okay uh whenever we do see social media this is remember this is this is fantasy land okay this is not attainable year round so these guys are getting ready for a bodybuilding show look at that just stupid shredded right they're not walking around like that every day of their life okay they're doing this for that's their job this is what they do to come into looking like this and just like any other sports person they are this is just for like maybe a week, two weeks that they look like this. And then couple, then like one or two days where like they are just like stupid shredded, right? Um, so I bet you're gonna be sick of my ums after all this. Um, 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 um. I'm trying to find, uh, usually there's like little, uh, there we go. So it's like, why should you consume post-workout or carbs post-workout, okay? Don't be afraid of carbs. Right, so carbs are basically your fuel for your workouts. Okay, your body does use carbs, it actually likes carbs. Uh, you know, the opposite of what keto and like true carnivore people, I guess, like the far right carnivore people believe. Okay, your body can use carbs, it's uh, it prefers them in uh, um, in workouts and. I've done the ketogenic diet, I've done carnivore diets, and my workout suffer, you lose strength, carbs give you strength, okay, don't be scared of carbs. Basically, the premise of this whole video is that you need to find out what foods that you like and what what your body likes and what your body dislikes, not what your mind likes, not your cravings, okay, examine.com. To understand where cravings come from, we must first understand what they are. So I'll start with a definition. A food craving is a state of heightened eating motivation that is directed at a specific food. It's not the same as hunger, which is non-specific motivation for calorie-containing food in general. Craving and hunger are distinct motivations that emerge from different brain circuits in response to specific cues. So where does the motivation come from? Oh man the human brain is hardwired to be motivated by certain key goals that supported the survival and reproduction of our ancestors okay and food can become like drugs so this is the main point i want to i want to come by okay again examine.com go read more about this stop the sharing <clears throat> certain foods Certain foods can fit into your lifestyle, your diet, okay? They can. And if you follow, if, if, it, if it fits your macros, so I-I-F-Y-M, if you follow that and they say, you know, you can enjoy your donuts and still lose weight. Yeah, you can lose weight. Can you lose body fat? That's dependent on a lot of other factors. Don't blame or don't have excuses saying, oh, I'm hypothyroid which is like 7% of people, right, in the United States. Yeah. Are you really that 7% that have that some sort of disease or disorder or tumor there? And there's drugs too for it. So if you are hypothyroid, then go get some Synthroid or T3, right? You can get that easily under control. Oh, I have type 2 diabetes. Cool, you can reverse that. That's not said. I know a lot of type 1 diabetic people who are or who are athletes, powerlifters. I know them. Oh, I only have one leg. There's people with uh, missing their legs and they have a wheelchair division and fitness uh, events, right? There's so many different excuses. I have, I have a job, <laughs> you know, I have children. So I, why is this little thing right here? Okay. Certain foods will make your brain react a certain way. You need to figure out what's cueing those cravings for specific foods. It might be childhood, it might be depression. It might be, this is the food that my mom gave me whenever they, my mom and my dad were yelling. And this is what made me happy. And so it continues to make me happy. This is something that I smell and I see on um, as I'm walking down the street and I see on my social media, I just need to eat that burger or that pizza or that pasta. A burgers, pizzas, and pasta is bad for you? No. If you're going to McDonald's, yes. Totally different. It's a different way that you feel. If you watch these people that do ten thousand calorie challenges, twenty thousand calorie challenges, if they go to fast food places, they will be able to usually complete those challenges. If you have them eat all that food made at home from home ingredients, right? For that, you go to the store, make it yourself without all the extra oils and palatable. Food, uh, uh, seasonings that they put on there, like MSG and all that stuff. I, it's going to be hard. Unless you're a competitive eater, you're probably not going to be able to do it. Okay. If you go home and you make your own pasta, or you make your own burger versus going to um, uh, Burger King or Sonic or Olive Garden or some uh, restaurant, pasta place, it's going to be different. You're going to be able to eat more for sure your olive oil at home is going to be different than the crap olive oil that's mixed with canola oil or whatever other seed oil that they use. It's going to make it a little bit more hyper palatable. That means that you're going to be able to eat more. You're going to want to eat more. It's like bags of chips. I forgot like how many potatoes. I think it's like 10 potatoes equals a bag of like a regular bag of laced chips. Eat, eat a bag of chips. Go eat 10 potatoes. Which one can you do? You can eat a bag of chips. No problem. You can probably eat a couple. That's a lot of potatoes. Going eat those whole potatoes, totally different. Your body is going to be different. If you eat one potato, if you eat the if you eat the same amount of calories from regular potatoes versus potato chips, your body, these two people, it can be the same exact person. Your body is going to look different on the outside, and your blood work's going to appear different on the inside. For the person that's eating the bags of potato chips you're not going to your skin's not going to look as tight you're going to be probably worse uh, acne you're not going to be able to have enough energy you might have brain fog mood swings more cravings higher calorie uh consumption because you're going to want crave more food versus the person who's eating those same calories or even let's even go the same way so you can do the same calories or we can do the same carbohydrates okay so if it fits your macros right And you can drizzle the olive oil on the whole potatoes to match the the macronutrients of the bags of potato chips. I usually have like nine grams of fat per serving or 10, right? Go ahead and do that. Your body is still going to look different. Your gut is going to be different. Your gut microbiome is going to change for the better. If you're tolerant to potatoes, it's going to change for the better versus the bags of potato chips. There's a lot of other chemicals that are involved in there. So if you're someone who's like, you know, you're freaking out about freaking covid or whatever other like plastics um, and xenoestrogens and you're eating potato chips or you're eating things that are in bags that are lined it doesn't matter if it's made with avocado oil or whatever you don't know if that that's like pure avocado oil that's mixed in there like you have no idea and i doubt the company even knows who's making it only the manufacturer knows what junk they're dumping in there And they might even cut corners on that. So they might buy something that says that, but whoever they're getting it from, their supplier might be cutting corners, might be halving the oils, increase their profit margin, right? Because it might even be not even America where they're getting it from. It might be South America, China, Europe, or wherever they're getting it from, right? Or Middle East, wherever they're getting their supplies from. You have no idea. This game, this food market game, these companies, Tr- it's, it's a rat race. It is trying to make the most money. They're trying to increase their profit margins and also in, be able to meet demands and then be able to create more hyper foods because the more hyper foods, the more consumption, the more buying. And then the government goes in, they're like, yeah, let's just give them like government uh, food stamps and, and WIC and they can cover you know, those food stamps. They can buy whatever potato chips or whatever, okay? That's another story. That And then those government people that are saying, okay, let's go ahead and make that um, reality, they're invested in those companies. It's a rat race, right? Anyways, down the rabbit hole that we just went, (sighs) it's not calories in versus calories out. It's not if it fits your macros. It's not keto. It's not vegan. It's not Mediterranean diet. It's not Ali pills. It's not what's on Dr. Oz. It's not that. It is staying physically active, calories in, calories out while setting up your macronutrients to meet the need for your body recomposition. We want as much lean muscle on you as possible, best digestion rate as possible, the healthiest gut microbiome and to make you feel good. That's what it's about. It's not going to be expensive. It's not going to break your bank and it's going to be easy for you to do any other questions just leave it down below like subscribe share with your friends if you have different opinions opposing opinions go ahead and let me know i don't care i'll answer them and i'll do a response video for any of those who who wish for me to respond to them or i'll privately message you but there will be more to come on this individual specific like diets and other supplements that i'll review okay All right, y'all. Later.